Take It's the Real Take, a podcast for and by film fans. But this year there's something weird. One podcast host has just gone mad. Everyone on The Real Take liked Christmas a lot. But the Nile of The Real Take, he surely did not. The Nile hated Christmas, the whole Christmas season, especially movies. No one quite knows the reason. It could be his head wasn't screwed on just right. It could be perhaps that his shoes were too tight. The Nile hated Christmas and all Christmas movies. Even when Batman returned, it was treason. But I think the most likeliest reason of all may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. Whatever the reason, his heart or his shoes, here he is on the podcast and we have some bad news. He has pilfered and pinched and entirely stolen those great Christmas classics that make your heart swollen. No wonderful life and no die hard for you. He has swapped them all out with a big pile of poo. Yeah, a film called Blank Check. It's really disturbing. When people watch this, their hair will be curling. They'll forget about Christmas and all of the joy. I really am quite the season killjoy. Staring down at his mic with a sour, bitter frown at the thoughts of the people all over the town. For he knew all the film fans at this time of year were hanging their stockings. He snarled with a sneer. Tomorrow is Christmas! It's practically here. Then he growled with his fingers excitedly drumming. They'll all watch blank check. I'll stop Christmas from coming. For tomorrow, when they wake all over the town and turn their TVs on, they'll find with a frown that blank check's the only film they can see. He giggled to himself with a ha-ha and a hee-hee. Ha-ha, hee-hee. And on Christmas morning, the whole town arose, the young and the old, then they all froze. As blank check was all they could watch on TV, there was no Christmas films for families to see. The Nile from on high in his icy repose, then looked at his cat and said, Cat, I suppose that perhaps I've been hasty in stealing these classics, like Temple of Doom and that park that's Jurassic and replacing them all with that film called Blank Check. My aim was to turn Christmas into a wreck. The Nile then remembered those great Christmas movies, and without a minute to spare, he set out then to prove he could return all the films and movies he'd stolen, like Gremlins and Elf and Bad Santa and Frozen. And as he returned to his cold, lonely cave, he looked at his cat that he never had named, and he thought to himself... And he felt quite ashamed. Perhaps I should also have named you a name. But quite honestly, Cat, it's all just the same. You, Cat, know your name. You don't need me to name you. At this time of year, if there's one thing that's most true, a cat is a cat, and a Nile is a Nile. And a good Christmas film will always give you a smile. You're a sly one. Mr. Nile, you're slick and quick and vile, 
You sneak into our houses in the middle of the night, leaving blank check in all our DVDs. Taking DVDs oh so quick. You're as crafty as a fox. Dear Nile. <laughs> With your reviews so sharp and sly. You snatch those films without fail, leaving the store with a sly goodbye. You're conniving. Mr. Nile the Sneak. <laughs> You're as crafty as a fox. Hang on. You're as crafty as a fox. Your collection's quite a sight. With each one you steal and swipe, your collection grows in the night. You're a tricky one. Oh, not so bold. <laughs> Leaving critics in dismay But your act won't forever hold The law will catch up, they'll say Mr. Nile, I feel like it needs to go in there That's good, no, no, you're right Your instincts yeah, yeah. are good, yeah But there's a twist now in the plot A festive about face You've returned the films you stole You're embracing Christmas grace Putting every DVD back In its case Christmas films shared fancy free It's a Christmas cinematic spree There's Santa Claus the music and that one love actually Die Hard 1 and 2 But not Die Hard 3 <laughs> Because it takes place during the summer if you remember Die Hard there's a Nile about. And a Ross. <laughs> but mostly a Nile. <laughs> and you're, you're probably listening to this over the Christmas period because you want to get away from your family, I would yeah. say, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, Nile, we weren't... Well, actually, we should give a little backstory to this now, right? So, oh, God. And I'd give a shout-out to regular listener... <laughs> called Thornton because I told him over the Halloween time I was like ah oh, no I don't mm. think we're going to do a Christmas one we've run out of stuff yeah. do you know what I mean we've done an and his little one. his little heart broke kind of like it, Tiny oh, Tim I, yeah, yeah I yeah, mean yeah. I, I don't know if anyone <laughs> listening knows young Carl but he is a small little child <laughs> with a red cap and he's just and he looks at you with those big eyes and you know, I'm sure you you found it very difficult then to say to him no. no yeah, well, I just I did. I kind of crushed Christmas is cancelled. Yeah, yeah, I was very like that. But uh, then he so, came. So it, he gave us an idea, is, though. He was like, he maybe yes. Niall could steal movies, and it could be all about the Grinch. And I thought, aha. Mm. And in the true Christmas spirit, we are doing this out of obligation. <laughs> yeah, and also in true Grinchy spirit, we were like, Niall, write that script. Yeah, no, you're and Grinch. In fairness, in fairness, I have to say, like, um, well, first of all, I don't know about you guys, but it just seems like Christmas comes quicker and it quicker does. every year. It does. And like, I have seen, and let's talk, I suppose, cinematically. I've seen It's a Wonderful Life three times on telly. Yeah. Bef- like in November. And it's yeah. like, really? come on. My God. Yeah. It's too early. Um, 
Yeah, absolutely. Far too early. And then you're going around and the, like as soon as the pumpkins come down and all that. I mean, I wonder did the Americans make up uh, Thanksgiving just so there'd be a little buffer yeah. <laughs> between the buffer. two? Because our, yeah. our, bu- our buffer is Halloween and you yeah. even see people yeah. talking about Christmas before Halloween. And you're like, ah, stop. Yeah. You know, you need another buffer. (laughs) But you don't you don't want the buffer to be another Christmas like celebration because they have pretty much Christmas dinner. I can only handle one of those a year. (laughs) Well a few of them, but at the same time I get you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well I I don't know. I mean I I'm not sure what the story but I I I guess the like my understanding is you spend Thanksgiving with in America with people you don't like that you're obliged to and then at Christmas <laughs> like well I don't have to see you see you then do you know what I mean because okay. I think there's also like what are we gonna like I think it's they don't really have a Stevens Day in mm-hmm. America so I think that's that's what we have here you yes know, we ah, have, that's our oh, I've got to spend Christmas Day now with this family and then Stevens's Day then I have to have these but you know what I mean so that's a whole thing so it is a whole thing yeah. it definitely is and you know it. yeah I'm kind of glad we don't have Thanksgiving because I just don't think I could be handling you know all of the build up like we already have an unwanted what do you, guest I mean... in our house at the moment do you know what I mean oh, really? are you talking about your children oh. no no <laughs> I'm talking about I'm literally looking at him right now it's the Christmas elf called Blitzy oh, oh is that elf on the shelf Christmas havoc around this place <laughs> You know, I, I, el- the elves never arrived. Do you know what I mean? In my day, like, okay, you know, elf on the they- shelf now is a is a very, um, it's a recent yeah. Christmas edition, isn't it? Yeah. And I, I was talking, I can't remember if it was last year or the year before, to my cousin, and they were talking about the whole elf on the shelf thing, which was never a thing when I was growing up, and I don't even think like my brother and sister's kids my nieces no it's literally only since 2005 or something yeah 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 but they were kind of explaining it and it was like the the elf can be blamed for bad behavior from the parents so it's like oh yeah well like she was kind of going oh yeah there's a load of bottles of wine there oh must have been the elf doing it (laughs) (laughs) i found out you have have a second family in the uk with the elf (laughs) the elf yeah (laughs) no no it's Um, more like what has he done to to wreck the gaff so so far uh, we've had you know marshmallows tossed around the place um okay not not to (laughs) break the christmas magic for any of our young listeners um like do you do you wreak havoc then i thought just thought he just got a little the elf on the shelf was he's watching you yeah and reporting back no, he's no. a narc no no the whole thing is back. who can be outdo each other on social media with the friggin elf that's what uh, it is and i'm not for it oh, i'm not ridiculous. ridiculous yeah it kind of coincides with the judeo-christian tradition around christmas as well <laughs> Because he becomes a scapegoat who yeah, absolves yeah. all the sins, and yeah, then I think you're right. He is he is the he is the the, the em, embodiment the of the well, no, of the of the pagan um, the pagan sin eater. I'm sure you're familiar with oh, that yeah, concept, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. who who would come in and absolve all of the you know on a, on their deathbed there would be mm. uh, bread or some kind of a meal on the the dying per- person or even the corpse, and then the sin eater would come in and eat that. Some Symbolically, and that would absolve the person of all of their sins before they went off to the afterlife. You know? Wow, this took a dark turn. Wow. 
Blame Ross. He brought in fucking Janelle Christian. I wonder if you put a meal on like a hot dead body, can you lay the table after you've had the... Oh, God. Seriously. Seriously, people. Let's circle back to the kids because, you know, this episode is about animated Christmas movies because we were like, what? We haven't, you know... This is the yeah, one area, not Christmas, yeah. children. This is our fourth, toy. our fourth Christmas one. And yeah. because I guess Cahill suggested the idea of the Grinch, mm. I think that inspired us to go, well, what could we talk about then? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, uh, well, shall we, shall we jump into it? Let's jump into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> both eager to go it, there. And no, nobody jumps. Um, yeah. So, I mean, uh, so people would be aware I think I don't know how like it is a bit like Elf on the Shelf the Grinch is something or a bit like Thanksgiving maybe I don't know like it's a big American thing like the Grinch is Mm. as popular in America as Santa and Rudolph and Frosty the Snowman and all this stuff and here like it's it's something that we're aware of mostly through popular culture and the Dr. Seuss books and things like that um, but, Home Alone. Uh, <laughs> Was it is he Home in Alone? Home Alone? The Grinch. Hello, he watches the Grinch movie in a couple of. Oh, in, yeah. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, people. Yeah, yeah. Come on now. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> I, I do think it is a. Like, yeah, but then, like. Do you remember it's not it's something... uh, Tim Curry in the hotel? That's, ho- so... that's Home Alone 2. Yeah, yeah. Home yeah. Yeah. Make that clear. It and it's a watches... different film tag. It's a different show. It's in the first one as well, people. It's in the first. Oh my god! You don't. You need to look up your well, trivia. Come on now. I have noticed that people are starting to replace. You, we used to call people a Scrooge. Remember? Yeah. Now of it's years a ago. Grinch yeah. kind of thing. Now it's yeah. a Grinch. It's the yeah, Americanization. Yeah. That's what it is. It is. It is. No, I, I do think it is more of a thing that people in America would would watch every yeah. year religiously. Not religiously. Not religiously. In Ireland, we'd go to midnight mass <laughs> at Christmas. But uh, watch it secular, know, secularly. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's not something I think that we we have become aware of it through osmosis, through yeah. Christmas osmosis or Christmosis. Like. Is that a word? <laughs> um, and like people, even like the the Doctor Seuss books, uh, we I don't know how big they have got big, and I think they are really great. They're picture books. You like they're all written in verse. He's a very interesting character. He was born Theodore uh, Geisel. Uh, back in 1904 and he died in 1991 so he had a good long stretch there and he was an author and a cartoonist I think he started off as a cartoonist Um, and he is mostly known I suppose for his 60 children's books children's books that he wrote under the name of Dr. Seuss Um, and like people I guess are aware of uh, the, the Grinch obviously and Horton hears a who, and like they've they, they have been cat in the hash, of course, yeah, very freaky. But again, that's like not so much the books, but cer- certainly some of the uh movie adaptations of yeah. it. So he like he's a fascinating character. He he uh, served in World War Two, and he served. We're going to talk a little bit about uh the one of the better known, I guess. So the, certainly the first time I would have seen. The character of the Grinch, which is the 1966 Chuck Jones cartoon version of that, and he would have served with Chuck Jones in this. Um, uh, it was like a, a propaganda uh, platoon in World War Two. So they, because they were in a way creative, 
they were kind of went, well, we're going to make movies, we're going to do whatever to kind of help the war effort, you know, what have you. And then, um, you know, when he when he returned back to America, uh, he started writing these children's books. Um, like, and they are really great. Like I say, there there's fantastic ones, and they were for a long time when I had uh, young relatives that. Uh, were of that age they would be my go-to because like also i like the i like the nostalgia of them a little bit and they're all written in verse they're all written in rhyme the illustrations are fantastic so you know you've like some of them are like they're very slight they are really because like you'd have mm. this fantastic like cartoon that he's drawn and then you'd have four lines so you know what i mean so the the story of the grinch the the first a cartoon version of it that we're talking about which as i say uh, animated by chuck jones who is an absolute genius of animation if you've not if you don't know about chuck jones look him up there's a load of his warner brothers really primarily he worked with and you will go ah oh, yeah he he was great and he really like with bugs bunny and um uh, roadrunner and and uh tasmanian devil and and like those characters he was the guy where you kind of go that is that is just genius. These characters had existed before, but as an animator, he came in with this just amazing style. And he he was the animator behind this. As he said, he knew uh, Theodore Geisel uh, through the war, so they teamed up for this in 1966. And um, it is a, I think, probably, and we'll talk about some of the other film versions of it and other ver stage versions there's been as well. Um but for my money, I think it is probably the best. It's only about 25 minutes. Mm. I mean, it's a pity that, and I don't know if it's a rights thing, it's not something that is shown here on TV. Like no. I say, you can see you can mm. see It's a Wonderful Life three times in November. <laughs> but yeah. this is not something that you can kind of turn on and there it is. Um, you will probably see the Jim Carrey version yeah. much more than you will see this now but it is beautiful and you can track it down and I would absolutely recommend it and it is the story of a cantankerous and reclusive being covered in green fur with a heart who's that's two sizes too small and he lives on this icy mountaintop overlooking this town called Whoville and Whoville features in a lot of Dr. Seuss's uh, stories um, and he decides he well he hates Christmas and I'll be honest with you, I can kind of I can understand where oh, he's getting. He's relating. He's relating to the I think he's Bad kind humbug. of like a little bit like me. He's going well. I mean Scrooge is different. Scrooge is very, like I think the Grinch is a bit more. And the story no, do you of know what I I kind of half agree with you to an extent here, right? So <laughs> what he doesn't and particularly I think this comes across more say in the in the Jim Carrey version, which I do love as well. But I think he is also kind of reminding us about, and the little girl does as well, he hates all the rushing around. He's hating all mm. the, the fact that they're concentrating and that so much is, on the presence and all that. That is absolutely, that is what I can relate to. Yeah. I don't like yeah. people. I've decided no. this is a new okay. thing to me. <laughs> people are just, and I don't know, it's like, oh, they're walking around, they're getting in my way, especially this time of year. And then they're not walking as quick as I want them to. I just want to get in. I want to get what I need and leave and shops. And there's music. Pretty sure that's what everyone that. else has wanted and to I do at the same time as yeah. well. <laughs> no, they, have you been in a in a in a shop like at Christmas time? They're going to You've Peru, people aren't they? The walking shows. around and it's like la la that's, la la. That's la. people. That's me. Uh, being <laughs> like, oh shit! I have to buy all my Christmas presents now. <laughs> 
I, I don't mind. Look, I don't, I'm not, look, I'll be, I will be that person. You know, I'll be the person kind of, you know, going, I don't know what to buy people, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, just have a little bit of awareness that there are people who are just, they just want to get a pair of socks or something. You know what I mean? Uh, they just want to get in and get out and, and get home as quickly as possible. But that's the thing. Get, uh, nobody's nobody's caring about anybody else in that thing. And I, yes. I do agree. I do think that it happens earlier and earlier. It's excessive. You know, mm. like I, to be perfectly honest, I would love family. If you're listening, I would love <laughs> to just not be bothered doing presents. I like like genuinely. Mm. I think it's something that stresses people out. You mm. never know what to buy for people. I'm looking at you, my brothers. Um, and it's just like, even with Secret Santa, it's still stressful. Um, well, I was just going to yeah. say, because that's something as well, I think that's a, an American import. The yeah. idea of the well, Chris that's a good import, though. I like that. No, I do like that. <coughs> no, you I do. Have to buy yeah, yeah. One, which but is good. Mm. Do, you st- do you still think that that's a, a stress? Like, Oh, yeah, you know? it is still a stress. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And is it because... You like get someone people. that are awkward, and it's like <laughs> seriously. I take you got one of your brothers this year, did you? No, I actually didn't. I got my dad. Um, look, he'd be grand, but it's like, what do you get the man that has everything? You know that sort of uh, thing. Like, yeah, I'm a 25 year old Swedish. Yeah, <laughs> uh, wow. What you call them? Change the, save whiskey. Yeah, please save meatballs or something. Yeah. <laughs> Swedish whiskey. They're well known for their whiskey and Sweden. I was say sports car. <laughs> yeah, or that. A 25-year-old Swedish sports car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Ross. Yeah, but I get you. I get where you're coming from. I could, I can be on board with the Grinch kind of hating all the big, huge fuss mm. and everything I yeah. can get him. And that is essentially the, the kind of, I think, message behind it. But then he does, he comes around to the... I don't say true meaning of Christmas, but you know what I mean. It yeah. is like he, he his heart it grows, but he mm. like he is he also like he has issues. He does. <laughs> he does have a little dog, which is nice, you know, <laughs> Max. And he lives up there, and he's looking, and he he's covered in green green hair, which is you know difficult, you know. But throughout the the story, he manages to to realize that I guess that. You know, he's not, he doesn't have to be. Uh, there's a lot of insecurity in the character, you know. Mm. And that at Christmas we can all, all you know, um, we can we can realise that we are all fellow travellers on this journey mm. called life and realise that back in Judeo-Christian times... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but is this a Hallmark not... movie or a podcast? <laughs> If you have not seen, um, if you've not seen the 1966 animated version of the of the Grinch, uh, how the Grinch stole Christmas, to give it its full title, I would say you're missing out. It is it is great. It's uh, it's narrated by uh, Basil Karloff, who people would know best, I suppose, as Frankenstein's monster, mm-hmm. um, and he has a fantastic voice. And like I say, it's all in this really clever verse, you know, um, that. Um, it, it's just a lovely little story. And then, of course, a lot of people would know the uh, the Jim Carrey version, really, mm. uh, which is titled, again, How How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Um, and it, this is a live action one. Yeah. And it's made the, uh, like, it's made, I suppose, I would say, I'll be honest with you, I'm not a fan of this one. I'm yeah, not a fan. I, I, I like it. I do like okay. it. Okay. Maybe it's because my kids kind of watched it a lot and stuff. But um, okay. I know yeah. it's Jim Carrey being his most Jim Carrey-ish. But, you know. Well, it, do you know what it is as well? It's the weird noses. Okay. Of the, the Whoville people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hello. Look- no, this is like 90 whatever. <laughs> they don't have 
like you know it's 2007 it's not it's it's look i think those noses look okay 2007 is it yeah. No. Okay, maybe. I I'm thought wrong. it was the '90s. Hang on, let's Google that. Really no, quick. no. Two thousand, two thousand and eighteen. Look it up there, someone. Oh my someone god. No, no, no. It's, two, it's 2000, 2018. Oh. 18 was the um the Animation. animated. Yeah. yeah. So is, is it two thousand then? Still, two thousand. I wasn't yeah. expecting that. Okay. And come here, the uh, the because they're people, they're people in Whoville. Like yeah, the nose yeah. is yeah. just completely right. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's a bit. It's a oh, it is well, I mean, uh, the thing is, they look okay when Dr. Seuss draws them as a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, when yeah, it's yeah. transferred into, you know, live action, kind live of. action, it's just very freaky, you know. It is a bit and it does have a really, it's got a great cast, you know, Je- uh, Jeffrey Tambor is in as the mayor and I don't I know him. the, uh, yeah. Um, Christine Baranski is great. She's in that too, you know what I mean? But it's a bit, mm. it's got that, like, I always kind of think of it in the same, and I, I've never watched it all the way through, but the cat in the hat. I think of it like that. The Mike Myers cat in the hat. Oh yeah, that's which not just great, freaks me yeah. out. Yeah, like, yeah. but it freaks me it, out. It seems to have a weird tone, and I, I would imagine I've never seen the 1966 um, adaption, the short adaption mm. that you're referring to. I'd imagine that has more of a comfortable, nostalgic kind of feel, which I'd associate with Christmas, whereas. Um, the 2000 How to Grow Grinch Stole Christmas feels like a fun fair ride and it just feels hectic and there's no comfort do you know what I mean? in a Christmas movie you want to have that comfortable feeling you know the cosy feeling and it has none of that I think oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I would agree with you there it probably doesn't have that kind of uh, comfortable feel definitely not mm. like it, it is a bit kind of full on and it is because it's Jim Carrey being super Jim Carrey but um he was at his most Jim Carrey yeah. now in fairness like he went through a lot I would say mm. to play that character oh yeah I don't know how much prosthetics had to be slathered on him oh, you say know what I mean and yeah. then yeah. he had to give like a, a very 2000 Physical Jim Carrey performance. performance yeah yeah um but uh yeah it's it's not one that I would rewatch I'll be honest with you year after year in, no, in the no. way that yeah and then like I mean it's funny like Ross is saying there like that uh, the, I've only recently seen uh, 2018's Dr. Seuss's The Grinch which is yeah. what they called it which mm. is the CGI now I do think CGI CGI probably works a little bit better with the Dr. Seuss characters and you know it is essentially their, their picture books their cartoons you know what I mean mm. so that works a little bit more um, Benedict Cumberbatch is giving a, you know, Cumberbatchy, a, a Cumberbatchy performance, you know. <laughs> but it is also, I think, very like the if the idea of Doctor Seuss's original kind of story is, oh, there's so much confection and mm. fuss and whatever about Christmas, can we not get to the meaning of it? You look at this movie when I watched it recently it's like yeah I know you're saying that but you're also saying look at all the confection and yeah. sugar and colour mm. and all of this yeah I'm not a huge has. I'm not a huge fan of that one either and actually the kids aren't I thought the kids would latch to that one more but they seem to right. latch on to the Jim Carrey one more so okay but then okay. It, you see it could be kind of what we've just discussed before like with, with um, movies that we watch as a kid and then when we get that bit older like obviously that's from 2000 so Darren would have seen it maybe you know quite young on television so she Right, back to it a so bit. she'll go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, have you seen the 
Benedict uh, ben, Bendersnatch no. Bendersnatch Cumberbund uh, I haven't to be honest with you and you'll, anything, you'll get the chance it'll be on telly 17 oh, times over yeah, Christmas the, the ones from 2000 just kind of put me off I'd imagine it follows fairly the same I'd imagine the 66 one's the same fairly follows the same kind of no follows the story from the book which I imagine is well I mean like it's a very slight book like there's not like because like it's a picture book it's whatever maybe but it's essentially a long poem really isn't it yeah Yeah. exactly yeah and then you've just got there's a lot of wiggle in there yeah. yeah, yeah, and like both. If you're gonna turn it into a feature length movie, like at at least the sixty six cartoon, as I say, twenty five minutes long, mm. and and probably also like expands a lot on what's in the book, you know. But if you're gonna make an hour and a half movie out of it, you've got to put an awful lot more in yeah. there. Yeah, and yeah, some true. of it will work and some of it won't, you know. And the fact, I suppose, as well that you don't have um somebody who, uh, and. Yeah, who like somebody like uh, Theodore Geisel at the helm of it, I suppose, because like it is just IP, like everything yeah. else now. The Grinch is mm. IP, you know. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But there's also been a and speaking of IP, there's also been a stage musical, a Broadway musical of it. Oh. And, I could see it being um, a musical. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I mean, it does lend itself, I suppose, to to that because it's a big story. Um, but you heard and from there the people is... singing as well at the yeah, start. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, there are there are some very good songs in the '66 mm. cartoon, which also, you know, that kind of padded out the time as well. Um, but uh, the Broadway, so it was a, a musical on Broadway, like everything seems to be now. I mean, I don't know if there's anybody out there who wants to fund the Real Take podcast Broadway musical, <laughs> then uh, I'd say I'd say one of us can play the guitar, one of us can sing, and the other one is can the can write the good, mm. good looking. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> And you can decide who each of those are. Oh, but, <laughs> but there is a... It was filmed as a TV version as well uh, way back in the 2000s. I'm not sure exactly what year. Um, I have no real interest in watching it because I don't I don't really like seeing staged uh, plays or musicals even filmed. I'd rather be there and see them if I was mm. going to. And mm. as well, like I would be worried that they are... Um, that you know that they that they are too look and this without having seen it I feel a little bit guilty about critiquing it but uh, you know you'd be worried that it falls into the the stuff that I don't like about the other two versions but the yeah. twenty five minute nineteen sixty six Chuck Jones animated How the Grinch Stole Christmas it go is, seek it out it mm. goes seek it out absolutely yeah yeah so moving from that we're catching a train now because it's off to the Polar Express. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, wow. Again, Billy, you're yeah. definitely not invited on the Polar uh, want, Express. Uh, the Polar I Express. I want off this train. Mm. <laughs> well, you know, another movie in the 2000s, this was 2004, it was released. Um, also based on a children's picture book as well from, from 1985, the, uh, the Polar Express. Um, it's directed by Robert Zemeckis, who we all know from from you know uh, Back to the Future, most famously. He also did Who Framed Roger Roger Rabbit and stuff like that. Um, this is this is kind of more in my wheelhouse of a Christmas movie. It's you know it's snowing. There's hot chocolate. There's coziness. <laughs> you know it has a bit more of that to it. I I think the computer 
graphics maybe we'll get to a little bit later on but um <laughs> but but um so the the plot of this anyway for anyone who hasn't seen it is there's a young boy in it who i think remains unnamed actually throughout the movie yeah um, yeah but but he it's it's kind of on the uh, christmas eve and he's kind of getting to that age where you know he's stopped leaving out the milk and cookies for for santa they have been left out but by his younger sister he had to i think i'm not sure if he wrote a letter and you know he's starting to be of the age where he's he's stopped. questions hasn't he he's, yeah he's questions yeah. he's questions he's starting to grow up a, a, a little bit and <clears throat> uh on this particular christmas eve um he it's 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 by the way it's like the late 1950s which is something i didn't realize until later on i suppose it doesn't really matter <laughs> when it is I, I, because, you know I mean? when, when did you realize was it when he was drafted uh, into uh, korean war <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. um, i mean no he, he'd be too young for the korean war but he probably died in vietnam That's yeah, yeah. He probably died in Vietnam. obviously it's on the the fact of the book was released in 85 so you'd imagine that childhood for that kid for that that author yeah uh, author mm. was was in the 50s and um, so it's christmas eve he hears a big ruckus outside uh, and he looks out and it turns out to be this massive impressive old steam train and a conductor comes out and tells him we're traveling to the north pole do you want to come on he first of all says nah i'm all right <laughs> and then as the the train which by the way is not going on any tracks it's a magical train uh it's very much just going along the the, the road <laughs> He changed ta- his mind ta- 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 Thank you. Thank you for pointing that out. So just, he looks at his case. window where there are no train tracks and yeah. there's a train there. Well, I didn't say there were yeah. no train tracks, but there, <laughs> as it turns out, he to the might front have of his lived house, beside really, the yeah. train tracks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so he gets on the Polar Express and it's going on the way to the North Pole where he's told he's going to meet Santa Claus. Um, on the way there, he meets up with. Uh, obviously Tom Hanks is playing the conductor there but he also voices several other of the adults you would have noticed earlier in the film that Tom Hanks was the one voicing his father and he voices a lot of, of the adult male characters in it he meets with several um, uh, people on the on the on the train he's voiced by Josh Hutcherson who you know from the, the Hunger Games movies but we meet um, like a little snide bratty kid a nerdy guy like, it's Niall nerd, as a child yeah wearing the <laughs> do you know the the um all uh what you call it the cia um 1950s glasses he's yeah. wearing those he looks like a point dexter <laughs> he does yeah it's, so it's, it's yeah. pronounced point dexter not oh. point it's point oh, dexter and he has See, well, actually, he well, actually, has, actually well actually well actually i know he has everything. the most annoying voice yeah, yeah, yeah he's the most and it's eddie deason who does his voice yeah who, he's the hero uh, the hero of the film i think <laughs> yeah. i'm not sure about that um, you know him from Greece, maybe. I've I've this weird thing where I can place him, but I couldn't place him to anything, and I'd know his voice. Um, you'd know him straight off. Um, so on the Polar Express, they come across there's a, a kid, and you know, very literal and figurative. There, they meet a kid as well, um, from the wrong side of the yeah. tracks. Uh, a very uh, my god, a little 
adorable kid who's obviously has a very hard time at home and probably a little bit younger he probably has his doubts a little bit quicker because his parents are probably complete fuck ups to be fair yeah. um but the himself What's he, and he just goes like christmas it, it just doesn't work out for me and you're like oh, oh. would you break your heart as yeah. well you're just like oh and you you used to see kids like that in school you're like oh their christmas isn't going to be do you know what i mean yeah. they used to, yeah i think everyone knows you know people like that or families like that and, I, and it can be very sad and it does point to the fact that christmas isn't the same for everyone yeah. and it can be a very very difficult time oh for fuck's sake guys jesus <laughs> <laughs> we're here talking about films not talking about feelings and oh, oh god oh sorry sorry uh, um so he teams up with uh, the, the hero girl of the mood movie who, who's voiced by nona gay and they're um they well first of all they help the 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 kid from the wrong side of the tracks onto the train they kind of you know hang on i thought there were no tracks where are the tracks Uh, (laughs) well the wrong side of the figurative tracks uh they show an arm over and look after him some bit um there is they kind of get into loads of hijinks here and there where it feels like they were like they were saying you know what this would make a great roller coaster in disneyland or whatever you know it had that kind of up and down and the train going all over the place and them trying to find a ticket that's you know it was that kind of stuff eventually they make it to north pole for a very i would have said muted kind of ending where they meet santa and it's just like hey everything's fine and it's kind of the end wow. of their, uh, yeah it's yeah sorry it's, hang on a minute muted ending he hears the bells people hello the, the whole magic thing, comes back the magic okay, comes yeah, back right. and he's yeah, like Sorry, has a wow. has a pretty nice Hello. yeah the the bell thing's a, a nice little metaphor where you know you ring the so he he gets one of Santa's sleigh bells and he's able to and that's the present he gets from Santa because one of the kids from the train gets the gets the honor of for the Millennium the Falcon gift. Santa yeah. like, <laughs> the Lego or in nineteen fifty whatever it was GI Joe yeah. probably picked a word um, and you gave me a fucking bell yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, the the thing of that is, it's the magic of Christmas where um, he was on the he was on the cusp, I suppose, of not believing. So now he, you know, he has proof. He can he, every time he he rings the bell, he can hear it. Of course, he brings it back to his parents um, the Christmas morning. They can't hear it at all. There, there doesn't seem like there's any chime uh, in it. His no. sister can hear it though, uh, uh, and as we're told, she as still has, yeah, she still has it, yeah. yeah, the wonderment. And as uh, he says at the end, uh, an older, uh, an older version of her hero says that he could always hear it throughout his life, even yeah. though his Aww. sister kind of aged out, which is a kind but, of a nice yeah, thing. Yeah, no, probably because like he suffers from some kind of psychological uh, disorder. You're cancelled. Yeah, probably, probably, shush probably. you. Back he was. She came. Look, he was abducted from Back his house. Page. By Back. a strange man and taken to meet an even stranger man, very far away in a in a train well, that actually, we do not know if it had tracks or not. Can we, we can we just say there are a couple of strange men, right? I will give you that. We have Tom <laughs> Hanks as the conductor, who's very yeah. angry, kind of, and just and yeah. impatient. Yeah, unusual. He's like, unusual no mix. one is obliged to see Santa, and you're like, shut up, mm. conductor, you're fucking <clears throat> punch your ticket, come on. But then he does give them hot chocolate, which is a very cool. Um, my kids love this. Well, it's not. It's hot. It's hot. Yeah. Well, the cool dance sequence. You know, I it's like, hey, we got it. Du, du, du. Mm. We got it. Hot chocolate. Yeah, it's very oh, cool. God, this is why I haven't seen this film.
Well, that's no. it. He hasn't seen it. I'll oh be honest. Right. That's, look, I mean, yeah, I don't want to look. I want to hear what Ross thinks of it because he's given a very good appraisal. I feel <laughs> like I don't have to see it. Now. He's given a very good. Uh, well, the you know, thing is, and it, I, I, I will look. My experience of it as well is. Um, it, it, like Dr. Seuss, like the Green, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, it's a beautiful Christmas picture book, and I don't know if there's a film in it. You know what I mean? But anyway, yeah, look, yeah. I, I think you might be right in what you're saying there. It is <laughs> a beautiful picture book. No, but then hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, because I still enjoy this movie. It has that comfort and loveliness which I, which are, which I, a Christmas movie requires. Bar mm. Die Hard, um, and so it has <laughs> has that which is which is fantastic. Uh, that uh, the the hot chocolate scene you mentioned as well is probably one of my favorite ones in the whole movie. It's a great yeah. scene, and as soon as you watch it, like oh, I'd love a hot chocolate, hot chocolate. Right about yeah, now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's something very Christmassy about hot chocolate, which I wouldn't have maybe even thought of before but it makes perfect sense watching that um i think there was a the choice this would have been a much better movie if it was a live action movie i think yeah okay i no, i think yeah go ahead finish yeah 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 because i think what happened here was they went for um they went for computer game type animation I wonder if they went stylistically even for a more obvious animation, you know, like we're doing an animated film, would it, uh, because the characters are kind of in the uncanny valley where they are looks... so uncanny yeah. valley. They really are. And like, like Tom Hanks is the conductor. Mm. Cause although mm. I've not seen it all the way through, I've seen bits of it. And then yeah. like you say, he plays several characters. In yeah. Kind of a ghostly also... character. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Santa a hobo. Or does hobo. he play uh, the yeah. hobo as well? Yeah. He does. The hobo, yeah. yeah. That's and what I mean, yeah. they, they kind of, they kind of make them all look a little bit like, Tom Hanks yeah. to the point where you're kind yeah. of going well first of all you're going a child has been abducted at night oh, and he's in his pajamas <laughs> and um, now he's just seeing like I don't know he's having some kind of a, maybe what was in that hot chocolate that's what I want yeah. to know anything to get through it that's what yeah yeah, yeah. Just drink That's this. a very dark, okay. very dark okay. interpretation from <laughs> someone who dark. hasn't seen it. I guess, Sinead, I heard you sigh there a little bit when I said I think it would have been better as a live action. What were your own thoughts on it? Um, I'm not sure. I think, like, I, I think again for me, it's like it's one of these. Like, I have really fond memories of it because you know I associate with watching it with the kids and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and they love it, and I think it works as an animation. I do, but I'd be curious enough now to see it as a as a live action i i'd be curious about that normally i wouldn't be a one for like remaking stuff and things like that mm. but I'd, I'd i'd give that a chance now i would um no i do i i think you know at the end of the day right this is absolutely a christmas movie right it's all yeah. about kind of the magic it's all about you know um you know coming together and and being together at christmas and the importance of christmas time and all that sort of stuff and the magic of you know and the wonder that the kids have around christmas time but i think in this as well the kids all learn something about themselves so the the kind of nerdy guy you know he needs to kind of learn to <laughs> sort of fuck up. <laughs> you know have a bit of humility about yourself kind yeah. of thing um the girl she uh, is a bit of a reluctant leader so you know lead basically is what's punched mm. in her ticket and the other guy the main guy it's about belief like and believe in this magic and don't just kind of you know grow up too quick and stuff like that um and i do think that it's it's that magic of the bell moment i think there's just too many kind of standout moments for it to be to, for me to dismiss it 
Mm. Um, you know, like that that whole thing of the bells, I thought was really really clever idea, and it's something that you don't normally kind of, you know, it's something I hadn't kind of seen in a movie before of like bringing the magic in through that idea of him not he- hearing the bell, and then suddenly, you know, he's like it's broken, it's broken, and then they're like, oh my god, you don't hear the bells, and then he slowly but surely, and then he does see Santa eventually, and then it starts to ring and ring and ring. Do you know what um, it's like? It's kind of like do you know those um. Uh, alarms that they put on outside shops so teenagers won't hang around. <laughs> Only young people can and then, yeah, Sonic, and then after yeah, a certain age, like that, the, yeah. the magic of loitering has been lost on you. <laughs> you two are both the Grinch. Um, but no, um, I think. Well, no, no I, I mean, like, it sounds like you, you two guys are are quite keen on it. Yeah. It well, like. it's yeah. yeah, it's kind of like now that I hear you, you doing a much better job of of, ta- of explaining the movie than I did. Uh, it reminds me a bit of the Wizard of Oz, doesn't it? Like they're going off to see. Oh yeah, yeah. Be, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? there is a bit of that to, vibe too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they learn yeah. something I about think themselves I'll, along the way. Like, I mean, Maybe. first of all, like I was not of an age that I had any interest in it when mm. it came out, and I was really put off by the uncanny valleyness of it. Mm. And uh, like, there's, I'll be talking about one now in a little bit. Robert Zemeckis seemed to get really into into CGI, and it's like, why? Why are you doing this, Robert? Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So he made this, he made Beowulf, and he made uh, Christmas oh, Carol, wow. which I'll be talking about at the end. And they are just like... The the technology, I don't think, was there. Like, it is dead-eyed people. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, the motion yeah, capture stuff was yeah. there. Like, you could you could capture the motion... Like, you could capture a performance, but the facial stuff was mm. not... Mm. At that mm. time, and then the the idea, like Tom Hanks, I think is fantastic, but that would be like Ross is saying. I think that concept, Tom Hanks just as the conductor, and then if you want to put him in in latex then to play Santa or something, you know, yeah, you don't have to makes, have him good, play everybody. Good, you know? yeah. Tom Hanks makes a good Santa, you know, he'll yeah. Be yeah, a good he does. Santa but yeah. then I wonder, was it kind of, and then maybe this message was lost, and I'm only maybe sort of. Maybe I'm grasping at straws here. Was it sort right. of to to kind of make him think? Am I dreaming here? Is this real? Is this a, well, like? Yeah. So what you're saying is, uh, what what it's making him think? Was I abducted in the night <laughs> by well, a strange man who then drugged Coco? Who it, gave me drugged Coco? It is interesting to think that the, the the voiceover. Which is meant to be adult him at the end is yeah. also Tom Hanks, and yes. his father is Tom Hanks. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's. It's, I, I refer you. Yeah. I refer you to my previous uh, previous comment where I said that that child has issues and yeah. probably ended up either dead in Vietnam or oh, in some kind of institution. He didn't. He fucking didn't. He's at the end with his bell. Will you come on? Um, I found this really interesting as well because I've 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 a cousin who is obviously a good bit younger than me now, but he's of the age. I think I think I don't think Christmas this year is 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 is. My, oh, my mother okay. put it really well. She goes, oh. well, last year he had Santi, but this year he has a girlfriend. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> That's what you get. Like, fair, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I got, I, I got a, a friend of mine. I, uh, how do I put this right? And I, they probably listen. Maybe I don't know. But I know some people who have a young child mm. and they have made the decision, which you have to respect because. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 That they're not going to. They're not going to enforce, I suppose, yeah. the myth of Santa. Yeah. Um, and 
I somebody who I was saying this to someone, I said, and they they sent me a a thing that was on Facebook, which was a really well kind of worded story about like live laugh love why it's important. <laughs> well, no, I mean it it was like you know it it was a conversation between somebody at that age that Ross is talking about. Yeah, where um. You know, the word is out. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's there's whispers about yeah. what's going on. And them talking to their father, I think it is in this case, but it could be any parent. And the parent kind of going, well, you know, we did this because there's not enough magic in the world and we mm. wanted you to have it for as long as you could. And now you're part of this and it's your responsibility to keep it keep going. It, you know what I mean? Yeah. And mm. yeah, I mean, like I say, like there is not enough. I mean, you are trying to make me out like a Grinch. I know. <laughs> well, you're playing the but part there. There is not enough. <laughs> there is not enough magic in the world. No, no. And, yeah. um, and like kids are finding yeah. it way too soon, I'm going to say as well. But yeah. look, you know, I'm never one to, you know, pass judgment on anyone's parenting, you know, no. sort of. So and everyone has their own thing and I, I can kind of see where they're coming from to an extent. Um, I do know other people that kind of, you know, went went that route sort of as well. Um, okay. But I do think like I see now, like, I mean, uh, like I was saying to you at the start there, we never really bought into the whole elf thing. I even told my kid that the elves went to all the children in the Ukraine last year because they needed him more than him because okay. I am that person. Um, but this year he was like, does the, the elf doesn't like me. And I was going, oh, shit. OK, um, so. You know, there is an excessive now. I, I don't like, you know, like I'm all about the, the magic of it and stuff. But then there's like, you know, going sort of maybe a little bit too far in terms of like social media and people putting, you know, their, their best stuff and all that kind of stuff. But I will say that the excitement every single morning for him to see where is this elf and what is he doing? And yeah. He is so buzzed and, and look, so excited I mean, like, those, those, so, those days know? are going to be gone. Yeah, he's seven. It'll like, be gone yeah, in a couple of years yeah. probably. You know? He'll get a girlfriend and he, he won't will. want to know yeah. about Santa. Or his mother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and she'll never be good uh, enough. <laughs> no, every, every Irish boy loves his mother. Yeah. Um, there is, but, but the magic like, though, do you remember the night before yeah. and uh, yeah. trying to go to sleep? And, and Like my thing was, yeah, trying to go to sleep and then like the the stocking, I don't know if you guys like. I we know actually some never did. No, we never right, did. Right? Okay. No, we did, and it would be like it would be little things. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But that would be the the, the most exciting. Of, well, no, that would be the kind of oh, Santa's here. Okay, the stocking's full now. Oh, I can run yeah. downstairs at yeah, yeah. three o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? But um, when I when when I had a serious conversation with my parents. Oh no. Um. They, you know, at the uh, age of four, because you were always no, no. In your I tell years. you, I, I think I was seventeen. <laughs> I think probably, was, and it was, it was the case of uh, somebody at school, and it's uh, like, come yeah. on, grow, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. about that. And and I went home and went, oh, you know, someone at school said, and they went, well, actually, do you know what? You don't have a girlfriend, but maybe it's time. <laughs> it's yeah, time you for are. you to know. Yeah, yeah. you um, found it in third level. Yeah, um, like there was a little bit of me going I was gutted oh there is no yeah. magic in the world mm. oh mm. my god but in later life which I have reached thankfully <laughs> um, I have come to realise the amount of hard work and effort that my parents yeah. put in to keep yeah. that little bit of magic alive in my life for as long as they could because yeah. it mm. do, you know it is 
I think very important. And like um, I've mm. told this story many, many times. I was in such a little shit. Right. Which means I, it was. I, yeah, <laughs> I was looking. I, I asked for a Millennium Falcon for Christmas, as oh, many of my sake. of my era did. Yeah. And uh, oh, you got me just I, a stupid magic bell. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> you just got me the magic of Christmas. Right. Um, and it couldn't be got. Like it couldn't be got. Yeah. Like yeah. I think it was the time mm. when it was, you know, um, like because when the Star Wars movie came out you had to nearly you could go and buy like you could pre-order it and it's like oh, well maybe it'll be here for Christmas but maybe it won't but my dad got a Airfix Millennium Falcon and it was probably about three times the price of the of the one that you could fit the figures in mm-hmm. and he stayed up like it had a light at the back you know where the oh, wow. thrusters or whatever and he stayed up like late at night to make it so it would be ready on Christmas morning. You know what oh, I mean? And yeah. then I got up and went, my Luke Skywalker won't fit in this. Oh, oh <laughs> it's a I oh. know, but you know what I mean? Like when yeah. I think back at that, I kind of go, yeah. oh. well, first of all, I go, don't be a little shite. <laughs> and then I also go, um, yeah, like that was what, and yeah, yeah. yeah. magic, uh, magic times. You know, getting, getting the, getting the, the, the hot hive I've heard such horror stories about mm. that happened uh, it happened with my when my my brother wanted um, what did you call the Power Rangers when they have the thing where they all come together Mega something or Mega oh, Zord yeah, yeah. yeah. Carl who will be listening to this would want <laughs> screaming at this he's a massive Power yeah. Rangers fan yeah also sorry to break the news about Santi um, but she <laughs> was looking she was looking everywhere she had our auntie in England looking for for it she had like rang up every toy store in ireland no it was like the toy of the of christmas that year yeah and she was in the local toy store in leaks up in county Kildare where we were living at the time and she stumbled across one in the in the in the <gasps> I shop think you tell me the she story delighted. yeah and she she had no money on her um so what she did was she went up the counter and she says please hang on to this. I'm going to just go down to my husband, my dad. He's down in the fire station. Literally, I don't know, about a five-minute walk. You know, you'd be there and back in, 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 in under 10 minutes. And she goes, sorry, we can't hold on to items. Oh, and my no. mom was like, what? Are you kidding me? Um, but I think she kind of, she might have put it back on the shelf, maybe hid it behind something else. And uh, she came back and got it anyway. But uh, she said that she never had such a tense walk to uh, there yeah. and back. But uh, mm. but yeah, she... I. I, if, if, that happened to my brother as well where he was like this is the wrong Batman toy or something oh. I think we've all done that sort of stuff thankfully oh, yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I you know and I'd like to say that I'm a you know I'm a better person now I've gone through years of therapy and I'm not <laughs> <laughs> ungrateful but um, no it does like you know the things that parents go through at this time of year and the stress mm. that they go mm. through and like children are children like yeah. Yeah. it's not really their fault that they're you know that's the that's not the one I wanted or whatever yeah. because it is kind of forgotten. Oh really. yeah, or yeah. in my case, remembered for years and yeah, years. Yeah, but remembered in it, remembered in it. No, remembered in a good way. Do you know what I mean? Remembered ah, yeah. because now it reminds yeah. me of how much that, effort you know, went maybe, in. Yeah, effort yeah. Went into it, yeah. Just don't you know assemble things while you've had some Christmas wine. Well, I don't know. I'm sure that there was probably there was probably Christmas wine, um, you know, as this Millennium Falcon was being assembled. But 
like it was yeah like why oh, no, not we, absolutely we and you know the way you get like stickers so you get the stickers to put like so the stickers are fucking on wrong and all sorts of shit oh, yeah, no. yeah. yeah. disaster so, so, Sandy must have been through a couple of whiskeys when he, he put was. that together he was. I mean the well, big one is mean? and no, the big one is like, oh, Santi forgot the batteries, so you can't play with yeah, it. Yeah. Oh yeah, till, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Till the fucking shop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's yeah, grand, kids. Just go to Circle K. They're open all the time. Yeah, they're open oh, all really? the time. They, yeah. yeah. Well, look, Here, I mean, what? that's everything now. Like, yeah. Look, I'm, this is turning into a, me complaining about Christmas. But well, it is like, a Grinch episode. You well, used to yeah. like you used to have a couple of days. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You used to have like. Four o'clock on Christmas Eve, and then, and then nothing will be open nothing until, until after whenever. Stevens's. Yeah. Now it's like you can sales sure. five o'clock in the morning. Stevens's. I'm yeah, sure oh, you can go out and get stuff on Christmas Day. I'm sure there oh, is. Oh, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, mm. moving from the Polar Express, but we're staying in the North Pole, aren't we? Are we going to Mia? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So this is everything that you want in a Christmas movie. You've got magic. You've got an adventure, you've got a race against time, and you've got not one, not two, not three, but four different Santas. Yes. Yeah. Well, you've, wow. you've got you've got family rows as well. Yeah, you've got and family rows. Christmas is all about. It is, it is. I'm talking about Arthur Christmas from 2011, and uh, this is from the Aardman Studios, uh, the people that brought us Wallace and Gromit, but it's not stop motion. Uh, claymation it's uh, just just regular just regular animation now. and uh, it's uh, coming out the back sense, of oh, it's not it's not like all those people I love those I love yeah. those though. no but it's yeah. like you know it takes an awful lot of effort to it make any take animation it does yeah. it does yeah. Uh, yeah so this is coming kind of this is their like computer animated film after their uh, 2006 flushed away and um, this one is directed by Sarah Smith in her feature directorial debut and it's starring uh, the lovely voice of James McAvoy, Hugh Laurie, Bill Nye, Jim Broad Benson there as well, Imelda Staunton and Ashley Jensen. And it's set on uh, Christmas Eve and it's centering on Arthur, uh, the youngest kind of nerdiest um, member of the Claus family. And he um, is very clumsy, but well-meaning son of uh, Santa Claus. And he discovers um, basically that uh, one little girl uh, has has been missed by Santa because you see we've got Hugh Laurie his older brother uh, Hugh Laurie's character who is just waiting just left of stage for you know Santa his time to shine for his time to shine he's, the, his, he's the Prince Charles of the he is Santa he is the family. Prince Charles yeah. of the of the Claus family and his dad is you know he's he's the he's on his seventieth mission and he is. You know, a bit of a fuddy-duddy, sort of a bit exhausted by it all. You know, it's very stressful. But uh, Steve, the um, his right-hand man, the older brother, is making everything run ship-shape because he doesn't even need a sleigh with reindeers anymore. He's got, like, basically the Starship or the Falcon. What were you calling it? <laughs> the Millennium, Millennium Falcon. Falcon. Yeah. Well, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's modernised the whole he operation. Has he has modernised it. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. So he's like, that's a ho-ho-ho, operation to go and whatever else. <laughs> and all the elves are back at the headquarters and... And uh, Santa is on this really high-tech um, spaceship and away off they go to flying around the world to deliver the presents. And I have to say there's a brilliant sequence where the operation is uh, is underway and it's it's Christmas Eve and Santa's busy delivering all the presents. And the elves are like little ninjas, you know. First field health battalion set. Straighten that teddy bear, soldier. Now. 
That's a ho 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 ho. Field elves jingle, jingle jingle. Drop time 18.14 seconds per household. Left foot, sir. Right foot, sir. That's it, that's it. incoming. Mickey jumps in the hole. Piano. This kid must have been good his whole life. They're making sure that dogs that it might, you know, wake up children are fed. They're also great. Like if a, if a kid does wake up, they create a diversion outside, you know, pretending it's cars passing as Santa is cowering his huge, humongous body underneath this small child's bed. And there's a fantastic bit <laughs> Can where... Can you make it sound less creepy, please? I mean, <laughs> but this we already a... had the Polar Express, so... Listen up, I mean, children. the whole idea of somebody breaking into your house on Christmas, like I know there's probably... Well, they do kind of break. It's very like breaking and entering. But uh, there's a great um, (laughs) part of that scene where there's um, Santa has, uh, so a child is awake and Santa's head is resting on a noisy musical farm that could be set off at any moment. And it's, I think he's in France because the child's like, Santa, are you here? (laughs) (laughs) Well, hold on, because he has a British accent. He's oh. like a French guy, but anyway, no, he's, he's, he's French. Are you here, he's, Santa? He's, oh, he's well, French, French, but he's speaking in English in yeah. his French accent. In his French accent, but he's probably ah. played by a by an English actor. Yeah, it's James yeah. McAvoy just again. Um, yeah. It's Tom Hanks. Anyway, uh, Tom Hanks plays everything in this. So he has his head on this, and then they're like. Um, Steve, you know, he goes back to the base. Steve, I need help or whatever. And uh, Steve is like, what's going on? And then it's like, one of the elves goes, it's this, such and such 3000. If he lets off the milkmaid, everything is gone to shit, basically. Like if he lifts his head. So they have to, in, we're going to make an, insert, an, an incision, they say, through the milkmaid to basically shut her off. And it's absolutely brilliant. I mean, where would Santa be without these amazing elves that can, you know, get him in and out of the house and all the rest of it? It's absolutely fantastic. And it's, it's a great sequence. And he comes home to a huge party at the North Pole. It's another mission, his 70th mission. And Steve is just waiting there in the wings with his um, Armani Santa suit ready and waiting and uh, he says you know this is going to be the moment where he announces his retirement but of course Jim Broadbent who's playing Santa is no he's not ready he's you know he's more than just a figurehead it's, you know it's it's succession really it's yeah, the it's HBO succession. series succession featuring the Claus family <laughs> featuring the Claus family <laughs> uh, well just with less swearing less swearing Although, bad, you know, the is. Grandpa Santa, he's like, you know, his, oh. you know, he's... he's, he's uh, <laughs> that's Bill Nye, isn't that's it? That's Bill that's Nye, Fantastic yeah. performance. Phil, he yeah. is absolutely brilliant. So, of course, he is... <laughs> he's watching the whole thing from the sitting room alongside Arthur and he's like, oh, I didn't need all these bells and whistles, you know, two reindeer and a dash of whiskey on a lips and the child was back to sleep or whatever he says. And it's just fucking hilarious. It's just so funny. Um, and uh, of course, meanwhile, you've got Imelda Staunton uh, played, uh, playing Mrs. Claus, who's keeping this whole operation going. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like she yeah. is the absolute, she's taking out reindeer shit. She's blitzing fucking, you know, people's dinners. She's, you know, making gravy and wrapping presents to give to herself. I mean, you know, this is she's like any and- Irish mother. Am I, am I right? Like I've I've not watched it because I'm not a big royalist. Oh, right? listen. No, I no I have no I've I have watched Arthur Christmas, okay. but I've not watched The Crown. 
and she oh, plays yeah. the queen she and does. the crown. Yeah. And they're a big royal family. I know it kind of made a joke there. They're big royal family vibes about the clauses in this film. You know what I mean? There's this kind of there's military uniform. You know yeah. what I mean? That kind of pomp and ceremony. But she does seem like Liz. You know, whatever yeah. you might think about the the queen. God, God bless her soul. God bless her soul. <laughs> um, like she has that. Like, okay, well, I've got I've got to put the wellies on and I've got to do this and I've got to. You know what I mean? Yeah. All that. She yeah. has that going the, on. She does the have that going on. Useless, useless yeah, children and, and husband as well. Oh, yeah. The husband as well. Yeah, absolutely. So what's happened is they realise um, that a little girl has been missed. She wanted this pink bicycle. And Arthur is very invested in this because he works in the mail room and he deals with all the letters coming into Santa. And this particular girl, kind of similar to the child in the Polar Express, she is maybe on the, the, the verge of, you know, can this really happen? And she's got lots of questions about how does Santa get around the world and all that kind of, and does he really exist? Because someone kind of said he doesn't, you know. So he writes back to her to ensure her that, yes, Santa is real and I promise he's going to deliver your, your pink bike with the, the tassels and all this kind of stuff. So they realise this and um, it's actually a brilliant sequence where there's this ancient elf who looks like he's about 2,000 years old and he comes up, yeah, Mr. Nipper, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and then Steve, of course, is like, point zero zero whatever, is, that's not a mistake, that's brilliant. That, like, you know? Yeah, that's that's within acceptable parameters. Yes, yes. So they, they it's a race to get to um, the little girl to make sure uh, that she gets her bike but um nobody wants to get out of bed and steve is annoyed because he's not going to become santa and he's like oh well it's not my problem dad can you know fix this if he's so you know important or whatever so it's up to arthur and grandpa um claus who has his own motives because he is a bit begrudging about being in retirement as well and he thinks that he in his day things were better you know what I mean with the reindeer and the roof and all the rest and I'm going to save Christmas <laughs> and forget about your Millennium Falcon <laughs> you know what I mean wooden this toys is... probably yeah, yeah that's that nice. went yeah, lead yeah, paint yeah. get lead that poisoning. and you'd be happy you'd have a you'd couple have a of oranges oranges in, a, in, a sack. In, your, in your sack and you'd be happy <laughs> So off they go and they bring Brian Elf, um, who's absolutely brilliant. She's from the wrapping division, you know, and she's very concerned that the bicycle is not going to be wrapped accordingly. So she ends up stowing away on the ship with them and off they go into the sky. But of course, they don't have any sort of direction and they end up they need to go to. Uh, to, I think they end up in, in, in Toulouse, it's Toulouse or something but it's in like Cornwall basically uh, is where they're supposed to go but they've ended up in like oh they go everywhere they go to the flipping desert they go to they go to Canada they go to you know wherever it is and um they end up in all sorts of scrapes and adventures and then of course poor Arthur realizes that actually you know Grandpop Christmas uh, Claus has um got uh, other notions he wants all the glory he doesn't really care about Gwen and, and her bicycle so it's a bit of that it's a lot of family bickering it's a race to save Christmas literally in the nick of time before Gwen wakes up and then the most magical bit like the bells in the Polar Express they all help deliver the present 
uh, under Arthur's kind of because Arthur goes oh everyone's come together and then of course they decide to fight over who's going to put it under the tree I'm Santa no I'm Santa whatever um, and then they're like he's like it doesn't matter it's for Gwen it doesn't just hurry up and put it down so he ends up delivering the present in this really lovely way and they all decide to stay and watch her open it because they've never done that before enjoyed yeah yeah and it's just they see the wonder on Arthur's face and you know he really gets the true meaning of what Santa is supposed to be like so they decide to pass on the baton if you will of him being the next Santa and um, it's just yeah it's just so brilliant because number one you have this really nerdy clumsy guy who's like the bit of the kind of you know black sheep of the family a little bit he's like oh Arthur he's such a muddle or whatever but he's the one that comes true in the end and well he has the he has the true spirit of Christmas he does but it's just so funny like you know the way sometimes with kids movies you're like okay I'll endure it for the kids but this is actually for adults it really is it's so so funny it's actually for adults oh it is it's for adults too I I, I think it's for both I think it's a perfect example and you can probably tell how much I enjoyed you talking about it there that the, I will definitely rewatch this yeah. the Polar Express I'll go out I'll buy DVD copies of it and burn them my god um, no I won't do that because I mean who who knows where to buy DVDs now mm, but um, I mean I think I gave you a gift of a DVD for your birthday and you went oh, I don't have any, anything to play I don't have, I, I'm just looking at my computer now there's no there's not even a drive on it to play it oh, Jesus. it's a dead technology um, mm. but no it is it's a it's a lovely film and it really has I think that great Ardman sense of humour yes. it's got great performances I think it's like like I say and I know it's not the same era but the animation style really works as much as I like the the Ardman claymation and even like with the um what was the one the the previous one that you were talking about that oh, is flushed away flushed away yes mm. so that's kind of in that style but it yeah. is CGI so this is much more CGI I guess yeah um but it just works so well you know it what really I mean? does and it, it really does and it's like got the like everything so colorful about it as well and. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the the Grandpa Santa there. Like I just love where he's like he's come in and he's got a sack at the end where he's got a, a rubbish bag basically on his back and he's like ho 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 basically I'm here I've arrived and he's like here no I'm Santa you naughty boy have a bonbon and it's like a butt of an apple or whatever like it's just like and he's just fantastic like they're all playing it so well like Jim Broadbend is the big ho 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 and the, the yes you know, he's, like, he's kind of classic Santa classic Santa and Steve then is you too don't modern. want Steve like no. Steve is Steve is Santa like Zuckerberg Santa yeah. or Elon Musk <laughs> Santa you, know what I mean? you don't want his Steve to take over he'd just ruin it It'd he be will like ruin it yeah. this looks exactly like yeah. something that would come on about three o'clock in the day yeah. Christmas Eve and you're 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 you've just you've kind of settled where you're going to be for Christmas you probably already started picking away at some of the soon to be Christmas dinner you're probably on your second thing of roses and this comes on and you're too full if you move you're gonna fart so you just watch it and it seems like it would sit perfectly <laughs> in that kind of time frame that's a real that's a really specific uh, not based on personal experience I, know, no. I think you get on well with Grandpa Santa yeah yeah, yeah I think so yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean look I think I'm probably the Grandpa Santa and Sinead is the I'm Steve. definitely the no hello sorry I am Mrs. Claus making this shit happen that's just exactly what Steve would say <laughs> 
That's such a Steve thing to say. Yeah. And Ross, uh, Ross is, I don't know who Ross is. He Ross just is. Wants, he wants a pink bike for Christmas. He's, he's Gwen. He's Gwen, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I love Aardman animation. Like, I mean, even yeah. like their early stuff, their Creature Comfort shorts, which I think you can probably find on YouTube and Wallace and Gromit and Curse mm. of the Weird Rabbit. Fantastic. Uh, Chicken Run as well as great. Oh, you know I that love there's Chicken a Run. Chicken Run, Chicken Run a sequel fantastic. coming yeah, out. Yeah, I saw up, the trailer. Yeah. I'm not liking it. <laughs> I haven't seen the trailer. I, I love Chicken Run the movie, but uh, yeah. it's I, not I, the I same. there's none of the same people. Well, they have some of them. They don't have Mel Gibson because no. of reasons. <laughs> um, but fair, they they were, it was amazing they got him the first time around, really. Wasn't well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, but um, yeah, look, I have, I have. I have high hopes. You know what I mean? I think the more, you know, it's there. I don't, and I don't know what the situation with the uh, studio is. I don't know who has bought them. I don't know who's in charge. I don't know who signs the checks because like, I mean, as far as I know, they're not owned by Disney. <laughs> yeah. So, who um, knows what they you know own, what I mean? Jesus. Who knows? But, um, yeah. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see I think it's goes. just you, you being like me going, Oh, I don't like it. It's not the same. Yeah, I didn't like it. That was very Mel Gibson kind of of you. Um, Which means me lead, lead me to believe you might be the grandfather. Or the, you know, in there. The the Christmas movie. Uh, I probably am the granddad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or no, no, Sinead's the granddad. Yeah, and I'm, well, maybe I'm Jim Broadbent, Santa then. And then Ross's Arthur Christmas. You could be Arthur. Is that is. Mm. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, works. Yeah. Okay, so moving from the Arthur Christmas family to a well-worn classic. Niall. It is well. You better it is. To t- than another well-worn <laughs> it is, classic. Yeah, no, it is. I'm a well-worn classic, and here yes, I am yes, talking yes. about a well-worn classic. Um, and it is probably the Christmas story that I've seen more than any other, really, apart from maybe Jeebus and Munger. <laughs> but uh, it is a Disney's A Christmas Carol is to give it its full title from 2009. This is directed again by Robert Zemeckis, who, like, we would agree that, like, he has made some good films. But this is in his his period where he got, I think, slightly obsessed, uh, obsessed with what could be done with motion capture and CGI. Um, and I don't really need to go through the plot. This is another adaptation of uh, Dickens' novella. Uh, just before Christmas, uh, set in London, everybody's waiting for the festive cheer, especially Bob Cratchit. But the miserly Ebenezer Scrooge, his boss, played by Jim Carrey, he calls it all humbug and uh, criticises his loyal clerk, and his nephew for their love of the season. Um, and that's basically it, really. I don't need to go into mm. it more. But then he is visited by three spirits, three ghosts of their... First of all, he, well, I mean, there's more than three. There's there, First of all, he's visited by the ghost of his departed business partner, Jacob Marty, who tells him, do not go down the path that I have done, and that he will then be visited by three spirits. Um, the ghost of... Christmas past, Christmas present and Christmas future and the idea is basically that he will see the error of his ways and come good essentially. So as I say this is a story that we have all seen in many iterations and many times. There's a fantastic black and white Alistair Sims version of it I'm very fond of 
There is a great uh, George C. Scott from the 70s uh, musical version of it, which is great. Um, Patrick Stewart made a, a good one in the 90s, which is a little bit more kind of... Uh, I don't want to say realistic because at the end of the day it's about ghosts visiting the fellow <laughs> but um, it is worth watching and he like he used to do a one man show where he would read it and act out all the parts and I've never seen it but I think that was the the impetus for somebody to go hey we should actually make you Ebenezer Scrooge in, in a in a TV version of it and it, it's really good um, but my favourite really is the Muppets Christmas Carol yeah and it does make me often ask because there was a recent one as well which I've not seen where Guy Pierce oh he's far too far too young and sexy even now <laughs> though he's he's probably around my age and I'm not young and sexy but like he plays Ebenezer Scrooge, uh, but I've not seen it a BBC one. Um, but maybe it'll maybe I'll watch it this this Christmas. But this is, as I say, the three D motion capture version directed by Robert Zemeckis. And as I say, it seems to be something that he is. He he became kind of, I don't want to say obsessed, but very fascinated by. In the same way, I would say that James Cameron now is kind of or like became fascinated by technology. Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. And sometimes I wonder if, if like certainly I I would I would definitely say that Polar Express could have been better if it wasn't weird dead-eyed <laughs> computer CGI people. Yeah. Um, well, and if again, this one was if this one was like, a, you know, like you know what I mean? There's so many adaptions of a Christmas Carol. Would this have been any different if it wasn't? Uh, well, I mean. It depends. I mean, I guess maybe in the same way that, you know, we talked about Jim Carrey playing the Grinch, that, you know, he brought his very Jim Carreyness to it. And in the same way that Tom Hanks played a bazillion characters in Polar Express, Jim Carrey plays not only Scrooge, but all of the ghosts and in this as well. And you wonder, like, it might have been worth what... Yeah, I, I just don't know if I'm... Like, the other... The other uh, 3D uh, animated movie that Zemeckis made um, was Beowulf. I don't know if you've seen that. No. No, I, I, I saw the um, trailers in that for it. Yeah, and I you went, know. no, thank you. No. Um, yeah. And like, that, like, so he took, like, he has taken three um, well-known, beloved literary sources and made these, these uh, 3D animated versions of them. A classic from ancient literature, a classic from Victorian literature, and a classic from you would say the uh, the 80s or whenever Polar Express was written, you know. And like Beowulf is really weird as well, um, because you got Ray Winston, and Ray Winston is an actor I very much like, and he plays Beowulf, but he's playing buff Beowulf, and Ray Winston's not a buff man, and it's like, can Beowulf not have a beer belly? What's the story? You know what I mean? So, mm. um. And uh, it is just, it's this strange thing where it's a bit like that line that Jeff Goldblum has in Jurassic Park where he says, just because you can do something doesn't mean that you should do something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. uh, it can be applied to dinosaurs or, you know, movie technology. Absolutely, or out of movie technology, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so, I mean, look, the, 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 the phrase, and Jim Carrey is Scrooge, which is the, uh, you know, that would have been on the posters at the time. That can either make you very excited or very scared, can't mm. it, really? Yeah. Um, but do you know what? It's 
he gives a a good enough performance that I kind of go my aversion to the CGI and it is I think dated um, because it's of its time you know that um, he he makes me go I actually would have liked to see this to, to see you play this part in a in a live action version you know what I mean and you wouldn't mm. have to be covered in green hair and jump around the places what have you you know what I mean and maybe we wouldn't have you play all of the other spirits you know but I don't know if it was like oh Robert Zemeckis going uh, well we have Jim Carrey and we're paying him this much so let's have him play so a load is of our, parts <laughs> is there a takeaway from tonight that all the animated movies would have been maybe more interesting as live action and the one live action and the one live action movie we're talking about the Grinch worked better really as an animation in the 60s yeah that's I what I'm saying yeah well no I mean I, I think we're all very pro Arthur Christmas I think we're going yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah. what a Christmas animation movie should be you know what I mean um, but I would say that's a fairly concise yeah. um, summation <laughs> of yeah the rest of it yeah um, yes, I mean, look, you've got Gary Oldman in here as Bob Cratchit. I mean, you want to, like, Bob Cratchit is a character as well known as Scrooge, you know what I mean? A push upon guy, very meek, very kind of bullied by Scrooge. And do you really want Gary Oldman doing that yeah. part? Yeah. Really? I mean, it's, it's not. It's a, that is a bit of a miscast, I will say. Yeah. 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 Uh, Robin Wright Penn is in here as well. In a Like, I mean, it's a very small, like, there is there is just Scrooge the ghosts and yeah. Cratchit and Cratchit's family so Robin Roy Penn voices uh, the the lost love yes. of um, Scrooge's life you know what I mean um, and she was also like the female lead in Beowulf which is probably why she got this part because she went yeah I can do it in a weekend and I, I get paid <laughs> you know uh, Colin Firth plays the cheery uh, nephew Fred who comes in and goes oh uncle oh come on it's Christmas blah 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 um, and he's quite good because that's yeah. like he's well able yeah. for the yeah. likes of that you know what I mean um, and look I don't know if it is that the Muppets Christmas Carol has ruined a Christmas Carol for me, <laughs> yeah. in that I uh, just in the think best it is, possible way. Yeah. Well, in the best yeah. way, in that I just think it is probably like it's it's one of. I mean, I obviously I probably was aware of the story before that, mm. but I think it does an amazing job of adapting it and putting a new spin on it. So therefore, when you do see stuff that that doesn't, you do kind of go, yeah, I've seen it done better. I've seen it done better by something made of felt. well yeah no I do no look don't get me wrong I do absolutely love The Muppets Christmas Carol and actually recently um, we were going watching it and Killian was like oh he was really not into it and then besides him beside him you know but as he was going along he feigned himself getting more and more invested in it and (laughs) and he then went and watched it again so he he really enjoyed it but um, he hasn't seen the, the Jim Carrey one purely because the scary one at the end the future guy is a bit too scary yeah now um, I mean and a little bit of inside baseball uh, there is a stage production of uh, of Christmas Carol coming to our town and I had a free ticket and I asked you would Killian like to come and see it yeah and you did say oh no it's a bit now I don't know what this because it can be like I remember like sir, even the Muppets, Muppets one. Muppets one is scary. Very yeah. scary, yeah. 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 And even like mm. Scrooged, which is another... Oh, listen, know. I have to put in Scrooged, right? Because this is the one... 
And Derek was even like, no, we can't watch it yet. It's not, it's not the right time. It's the one every single time at the end where Bill Murray gives his big speech that Derek will cry without oh, fail. Every single, it's the one movie that gets him. It gets to the core of Derek's heart. And it's only been on three times. Uh, oh yeah like he was like it's not yet we're not yet it's like it's nearly it has to be christmas eve or like the day a couple of days before christmas eve that derek will watch it he's like no i love that bit though speaking of scary ghost of christmas future for i mean everybody must know like it's essentially the grim reaper yeah and he shows scrooge's future and his gravestone where no one mourns him and all that and there's the real one and then he meets because he's a TV executive yeah. and he's in the lift and he, he thinks it's the real one yeah. he's like get away from it it's like oh no no he ta- the, he meets the real one and thinks it's the, the prop. guy from, from yeah. the prop yeah. yeah yeah so funny yeah I just um, love the the the, the <laughs> your one who brings him round the little fairy um, Carol Carol Kane oh, Carol Kane maybe she's Carol so Kane, good she yeah. like keeps whacking him all the time it's with brilliant. a toaster yeah, yeah. Oh, they're all great and then the 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 ghost of Christmas past, the cab driver. Yeah, he's who, super. Yeah, he was a, he was in a, a punk yeah. band. He was a musician. Yeah, he's well. He has a voice for a punk band, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Niagara Falls, baby. Yeah. Niagara Falls. I mean, yeah. look. I mean that that kind of tells how um, how good the story is. Yeah. How good Dickens' stories story is. You know. But what again, mean? like you're saying, those adaptations, like. Like, I, I would agree with you. I do think if you were to put all of the, the Christmas carols kind of together, it is going to be up there as kind of the weaker one, the, the animated mm. one. Um, but there's another animated one which I have not seen and I don't really want to either just because, like I say, I kind of... I mean, there's ones that I'd be interested in. Like, I'd be interested in seeing that Guy Pierce one, that TV one. But there's yeah. another animated one Kate Winslet uh was in which from fairly recently it seems oh. like something like every couple of years yeah they there's a new either live action and it's harder i guess because it's probably because it's out of copyright so yeah anybody can do mm. it in fact i think we did a version of it in our first christmas podcast didn't we we, oh, did. we did yeah, yeah, we yeah. Did. and that's you look you you wonder how can it be done in a different way and we, we yeah we, we, we nailed we, it we, we did we did yeah I can't get it out of my head now. A Christmas Carol. Um, you mentioned who was playing his brother in this particular movie. His in, nephew was it? The nephew. Oh no. Or nephew. Colin, yeah. yeah. Who's voicing uh, it? Colin Firth. Yeah. Oh, Colin Firth would actually be a very good Scrooge, I think. Oh, he would. Yeah, a little bit too good looking. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Scrooge has to be crack, he, straggly looking. And, yeah. No, true. But I can see him doing the, you know, like, fuck off kind of head. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Humble. Yeah. 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 Uh, He's quite grumpy yeah. and. Um, mm in the Bridget Jones he's like a curmudgeon grumpy it's hard like Scrooge is Scrooge is a it's a like it's a it's it's the it's the what would you say the it's the what's the word it's like the the, like it's the it's the plum part the plum Mm. pudding part of the film you know what I mean or of the book or the adaptation or whatever you know what I mean so um, like that's the one that the actor goes yes I'll play that what have you um, Hold on, did Bob but, Hoskins ever play him? I don't oh, think so. No, but, but he was I'm in. I'm not sure. I'm trying, yeah, you, I don't know. You, you can imagine someone who has to be quite stern, but also when they do just turn around, you're like, "Hey, he's a nice guy," you know that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. well, kind of like the, Bill Murray, I suppose, is kind of where you're going. Yeah. There, like, yeah. The mm. thing about Scrooge is as well, and I don't know if it's probably it's probably from. And if you've not read a Christmas Carol, you should, and it's you could read it in a night, like yeah, it's, and it's really yeah. well written. 
And one of the things I love about the Muppets Christmas Carol, and I know we're not talking about that, but one thing I will say about this version as well is that it is very faithful to Dickens' text because mm. it's so well written. It is yeah. so well written. But, like, it's very descriptive about the kind of, ma- like, what yeah. Scrooge looks like. Mm-hmm. And the idea that this miserliness has wasted him away. Yeah. And, like, there's a very good description of him before he's visited by um, the ghost. by Jacob Marley, oh, yeah. the first ghost, of him having his dinner, like, in a freezing cold yeah. house. Yeah. And, like, like it's, and, and it's, it's a not meager even like he, meal, picks, isn't it? he picks at it. You know mm. what I mean? It's not like, mm. whereas Bob Hoskins would be having a full roast, roast goose and yeah, yeah. Yeah, But yeah. by the end of it, like by the end of it, then he's gone to the Cratchits and said, uh, you know, here's a giant turkey. Let's all tuck yeah. in. Yeah. 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 No, it is. It's great. It's it's one of those ones as well that you kind of have to watch whatever version that you love. For us, it's definitely Muppets Christmas Carol and Scrooge. So that's the ones yeah. that will be watched in our house. I um, think now like on this on the like the, as we as we wrap up on animated Christmas, uh I would say I'd like to see more Arthur Christmassy things, yeah. really. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I know like the the tendency really for studios is to go and especially with animation because you don't want to you can't make a punt on stuff mm. you know what I mean because mm. it takes such an amount of time and money to make it so therefore they go to the well-worn classics but yeah. I would love to see a little bit more diver. but then look animation what about Klaus did you guys see that Klaus is really good it mm. is great actually I should have done Klaus actually I should have done Klaus <laughs> That was the one well, I couldn't think of for you during uh, the evening. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, though, when it comes to Christmas animation, just stick to the snowman. And I'm talking about the 1982 oh, one. Not the no, 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 no. You're, you're talking about the, the Scandi Noir. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I gave you all the clu- clues, Mr. Policeman. <laughs> Have oh, you ever seen that? No, I haven't. But oh, I know my it. God. That's a nightmare movie. Absolutely. Yeah, nightmare. don't watch it at Christmas. No, but with the, your the snowman is great. The, the walking in the air. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. What an amazing movie. Uh, yeah. Um, Raymond Briggs. Briggs yeah and then we often do a double feature where we watch and another blooming Christmas oh great yeah. Mel, Mel Smith yeah, doing yeah. the voice of Santa there fantastic yeah. Absolutely and brilliant. he's like he's not living in the North Pole is he he's no. just living in a he's seven, living in a, <laughs> number 79 the Cord Road <laughs> <laughs> that's not my address just to make it clear don't anyone go there right one, two, three, bells, jingle, jingle bells, bells, jingle, jingle all the way. The way. <laughs> oh, oh, what fun it is, is to rise on a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. We're all out of time <laughs> and it's going wrong. Da, 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 da. Let's yeah. fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think hey. I don't think our things are perfectly in time with each other. They're really not. They're really I think, actually, I, I I think I was reading the wrong part. I don't think those are actually the chords either. Probably not. <laughs> I think I'm looking at the wrong no, song. It, sound, it, sound, it sounded great. It sounded, it sounded great. perfect. Yeah. Perfect it's way. Silent Norris. Holy Sinead. Nile is calm. Usually, we're in very we're very Christmas form. In we are very Christmas form. You can't um, say we didn't deliver. We did. We did deliver. Episode. We did like deliver. Santa, <laughs> like Santa, down the chimney. On his Millennium Falcon. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, film fans. Thank you so much, by the way, for listening all season. Have a very happy Christmas and watch lots of movies. Till next time. Bye. See you at the at, at your house, really. I'll come round. I'll come down the chimney. And we'll yeah. watch a film together because Christmas is all about food and family and friends and films. All the Fs. Yes. Uh, happy Christmas. Bye. You have been listening to The Real Take, presented by Sinead Brassel, Ross Leedy, and Niall O'Brien. Our music was provided by actor, artist, and musician Will Guppy. You can find him on Instagram at will.guppy. And you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Real Take Podcast. If you would like to contact us to tell us how fantastic we are, you can reach us at therealtakepodcast at gmail.com. See you at the movies. <laughs>